0: From the Underground Studio, this is the Sipping Social Podcast. I'm Mike Carr with my boy Garrett Turnquist, and we're going to dive into all aspects of the restaurant industry. We love what we do, and more so, we love talking about it. We're going to pour, sample, and review anything you need to know about. Pour yourself a cocktail and join us on this journey, and let's go. Let's go. All right, all right. Today is Tuesday, March 5th, and this is podcast number three. Thanks for joining us today, and for all of the wonderful feedback we've gotten from the first couple episodes, gentlemen. How are we doing? And what are we sipping on right now, Johnny? What
1: do you got? Uh, I'm sipping on the Angels Envy tonight. Uh, I got like maybe a knuckle's worth left in the bottle, so I thought I'd finish that off. <laughs> knuckle? <laughs> no, it's maybe not like a, half a
2: fist. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's not a finger because you got all these like jacked up knuckles. It's like one and a half fingers. It's <laughs> yeah. a knuckle. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I got the uh, Four Roses Single Barrel.
0: Nice, nice. I'm uh, sipping on the Yellowstone uh, bourbon out of Kentucky. Nice and tasty. Gentlemen, let's have a little cheers and uh, have cheers. a good good little podcast here. Cheers. Oh, Let's go. The beer we're going to review today, I'm really excited about. Uh, one of my favorite breweries uh, locally, Hot Butcher out of Darien, Illinois. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Unwind Your Mind. Uh, it's a double IPA, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, Garrett, what are we working on for Spirits today?
2: We're going to do the 1792 Full Proof, the Benny's Barrel Select. It just came out middle of February from the Sazerac Portfolio uh, in Bardstown, Kentucky. Nice, nice.
0: Uh, was this previously open prior to today or it is was. this fresh? I wanted to
2: make sure that it was good oh. for this. All right. Um, we had some luck with uh, opening a bottle and then tasting it again later after mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I had some air. Um, when I opened it the first time, it was pretty good. I took a sip about a week later, and I thought it was better, so I was like, "Perfect, we're going to use it for the podcast." Cool. Uh, I'm, we'll really, think, I'm really, really thanks for thinking of us. us. We really
0: appreciate that.
2: I think about you every time I have something to drink. Yes, perfect, perfect.
0: Who doesn't like a massage? So we're talking about Mr. Robert Kraft, Mister, Mister Robert Kraft, and one Mister R. Kelly. Talking what? about those two guys. If we're going to talk about one, we got to talk about both of them. Both of them in some serious trouble with the law. Allegedly. Allegedly. Serious, serious trouble with the law. Do you know about it?
1: Uh, I don't know about the R. Kelly thing, but I definitely know about the Robert Kraft thing. And what is he doing going twice, right? In two nights? Yeah. No, twice in two days. First of all, first of all, let me all right. say this. If, you, if you're if you a billionaire, you don't go to a rub and tug. Right? You
0: find somebody to come, to, is your, is come to your hotel room for no matter what kind of price you're going to pay. But for you to go to a rub and tug... You got you got to be and like that's sinking to some serious depths right there,
1: and not do the work yourself, right? I mean, he just basically pulled up and and walked in there and requested all this. If you could, you should just go to a hotel room and ask the boat, Dude, the, you know the desk.
2: So many options. So I read the affidavit, and it says like uh, we saw Mister Kraft lay down, undress, and lay there as she did whatever she was doing. Like he just like said. Mm. Like, hello, and laid down and just, like, laid there. Like, there was no, like, conversation. It was, like, assumed. So I guarantee you the two times that are caught, not the first not time. Not the first guys. time. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: not good. Um, I know that Gillette, or people are, like, raising hell for Gillette to not be the sponsor for their stadium now mm-hmm. based on that.
2: Doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, dude, he's going to have to, like, he will have to probably sell the team. This is this is what the the world demands of you when you do stuff like this. I don't know. Oh, yeah, absolutely! The, what Patriots fans are gonna be like? Good job, buddy. Kobe still you,
2: got to play it on the Lakers. That's
0: a lot different. I think Gillette should roll. And he with forced it. it. Gillette should roll with it. Yeah, what, they shave should talk your, about it. Shave, shave, shave your balls and <laughs> grab a craft and get a rub and tug. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's talk about R. Kelly and the on the flip side of that.
2: So R. Kelly, this is not new news, right? No, this, this is, is not
0: new news, but he this is like stuff that they revamped after he was in a documentary um, talking about what he was doing with these girls. And there's like four or five no, he got I think he got hit with like ten accounts of um public urination. <laughs> public urination. <laughs> I looked it up on my phone earlier. Shit, I was trying to be prepared for this because I knew that we, I, want, I would want a little bit more substance with this.
2: I can't believe that this didn't come out sooner. One, because it's got this. This can't be just like you know, like four people this happened to, and also like everyone knows about it, and this whole like Me Too movement has happened, and how have none of these girls come forward yet?
0: Well, they these you kind of realize that these girls are coming from like broken homes, and they're yeah. just looking for something to belong to. And I, I guarantee you, this guys just like praying on girls that are weak and don't have any, anywhere else to go. So he brings sure. them into his fold, and then he takes care of them. And then he Wait, for first and then, second, then let, they take care of him. So this is what it was. Let's take a step out. back real quick. And Ten say, counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. Oh, Ten counts. Yeah.
2: So we guess take a step back and say we're we're making fun of this. But this is not, we're like not okay with it. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, we're, we're talking about these.
0: how with these guys and the the roles that they're in, how they could be put in this position and what kind of, what what is it, a what's sickness? Yeah. Or what is it that I gets them,
2: them into this spot?
1: I mean, just like both of these guys, don't they like think that like they're going to get caught one day? No, I don't absolutely think they, not. I don't think that they did. Why they thought they, that they were doing anything you, wrong. Why, That's why would the you problem. do
2: something like that and say, you know what, I shouldn't be doing this, I'm going to get caught.
1: But you know what's got to be in their mind, they just keep doing it.
2: What if
0: No, they, I don't think they thought that they were doing anything wrong. Yeah. But that's just like that's a part of the society that they live in whoever introduced them into that that's the that's what they're used to you think that Robert Kraft, like you just said earlier he's been doing this just recently no no this is something like you you don't go to rub and tugs just on a whim it'll be like hey your boy's like hey dude you, i know you've been struggling lately let's uh yeah let's go down to the five you and diamond you got a uh, hundred dollar bill on you and, and get one you know yeah I mean, get the get the washcloth ready moving on to the next topic um, Johnny recently went on a vacation. I'm gonna go on a vacation soon. Let's talk about some. You guys some... going to Florida? No, we're not going to Florida. No. Man, it's too expensive. <laughs> um, let's talk about some cool vacation spots we've been to. Yeah. Uh, whiskey bar, cocktail bar related.
2: Um, what do you got, Garrett? Uh, well, this is gonna sound really depressing, but the last vacation I went on was about a year ago. Uh, I went with my, I call my brother-in-law. We went to Milwaukee for a Brewers game. Um, and we hit up a spot called uh, Doc Smokehouse uh, in Milwaukee. It was right, honestly, we went there because it was about a block away from our hotel room. Cool. And uh, we were both digging barbecue, and we walked in, and it was this wall full of whiskey. My brother-in-law was like, yeah, this is the right spot for you. Uh, it honestly took me 20 minutes to pick out what I was going to order, and it wasn't because I had didn't know what was on the wall was because I was just so excited to see something awesome. that I'd never seen before, so cool. or seen in Milwaukee before anyway. Because usually in Milwaukee, it's tons of Irish bars. So,
0: that- so what are the two main spots in Milwaukee? And this is actually good for me because I'm about to go on vacation in Milwaukee, so I'd love to talk about this more. Brady Street and Water Street are the two locations you're going to get dropped off, right, Johnny? Right. Yeah. So this was
2: walking distance from. So
1: that's Brady Street, right? Brady Street is more like your neighborhood, getting into more of your neighborhood scene where it's like you know. Kind of like a sloping hill street with yeah. like bars and restaurants. Yeah. and Yeah. It was shops. about a like
2: seven a... block walk from the river.
1: Yeah, that could be the area. Yeah.
0: Now, based on how many libations you had, um, seven blocks or like seven miles?
2: No, no, no. We walked, and I was with a, a non-frugal group of guys. So, I mean, if it was, I, w- I want to say if it was eight blocks, we would have gotten an Uber. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, it was amazing, and the prices were very decent. Sweet. I was, uh, I was drinking Sazerac rye old fashions for like eight bucks
0: nice i'm gonna have to look it up while i'm there and yeah see if kate will go there
2: johnny you were recently in
0: colorado what was it what was a bar that stood out for you
1: well i mean you specifically can't... what part of colorado we were just there, and man. what was there I was just there a week ago and you really can't like you know not go to a good place to get something to eat or something to drink when you're in the middle of a ski town especially breckenridge where it's just you know is it because of the ambiance and well, like it, what you're doing? I mean, and... you're literally at the base of the Rocky Mountains, yeah. you know, in the small smaller town, right? I mean, there it's a ski town, so it's not like a huge town. Uh it's probably like four maybe five blocks of just restaurants, bars and shops. But we ended up at this place called the Breckenridge uh tavern. Um and I don't know if the building was actually you know if it was actually designed like this or if it's this, if it's that old, but the interior had that log cabin with the uh, you know, the filling in between the logs. Sure, this bar was like in an old house, it had a really good feel to it. Um, and it was one of the places that had probably the biggest whiskey collection that we saw when we were there. So, um, you probably
2: it, didn't like that at all, though, right? No, it, it was interesting because no I was you? the
1: Rumpelman's collection,
2: yeah. How many Rumpelman's?
1: Every place had rumplements. I mean, you can't go wrong with a beer and a bump. Coors Light and a rumplements. Bam. So this place uh, was kind of interesting because they had, like, you know, whiskey and cocktails. But then the only thing they had on the menu was, like, 25 different kinds of tacos. Really? Was, yeah. That's the for, only thing that that's they had. awesome. Yeah, Food was, was awesome.
2: good, though? It was great. So you are ordering tacos a la carte?
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a place you wanted to necessarily go for dinner. But you want to get, like, you know, a drink socialize and get, like, a few tacos. That was totally... I could go for some tacos
2: talk. and some some bourbon. Always, yeah,
1: no doubt. But yeah, it was like the, I think it was called like the Breckenridge Tavern, or Breckenridge Tap House, or something like that. Sweet, yeah.
0: I I uh, was recently in Buffalo with uh, Kate and her family for Christmas, and we stumbled up. I don't want to say stumbled. We happened upon an Irish joint that somehow had Pappy Tenure on the back bar.
2: So it's called Rip Van, uh, old
0: Rip Van Winkle yeah. Tenure. I'm sorry, Pappy, old Rip. We're Van better than that. All right, sorry. Old Rip Van Winkle. Garrett's not That's pretty sweet, it. though. Yeah. It was on the back bar. I noticed it. I saw they had Blantons on the actual like bourbon list, and I knew that they weren't going to actually have Blantons there. Uh, so then I looked on the back bar and saw that they had the the good stuff, and that was going for $8 a pour. Ooh. So I ordered six shots, and, yeah. we, and we all sipped on them. That's and, great. And Kate and her cousins were like, this is
2: amazing and delicious. Do you think that they knew what they had? No. Absolutely, they had no idea what they they had there. That's that's so frustrating. Oh no, it's no, great. It was no, great. first of all, it's great, yeah. but it's like frustrating when you see well, that's, it, that's like the like best they part about, they don't know what to do with it.
0: Right. Well, that's the best part about having a little bit of inside knowledge about what's good out there that people might not realize that it yep. it's back there. That's that's that tasty.
2: So that's uh, that's something for all of our listeners to find out. Like you see something that is maybe so pay attention to what's not easy to get. Right. So when you're out and you see it, which hopefully we can, can take help advantage. Them. We can guide them into some of the. Do you remember the name of the bar? Uh, I don't. Perfect. Uh, Definitely. uh, So go to Buffalo. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Go to Buffalo. Far hop until you find the Rip Van Winkle 10. (laughs) Exactly. Irish bars. You know what you got to start. It's an Irish bar.
0: I'll I'll look up the name, and uh, I'll have it before the end of the podcast. We'll put it on
1: the website. Absolutely. They'll probably sponsor us. Yeah, we'll put it in the description. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, That's great. Let's
0: move on. Uh, Talking about something on the radar for us. We're going to be talking a lot about, over the next couple weeks, something that we love. Uh, The 145th running of the Kentucky Derby is coming up uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, on Saturday, May 4th. Yeah. All i got to say is get your bets ready.
2: What you really need to do is you need to square up with your bookie,
0: Maybe you need to square up with your bookie. but get your bets ready.
2: Well, I have to think that he's got to square up with me, but I mostly have to square up with him. Nice. The And get your bets ready. Absolutely. Perfect. Who do you listen to when you look for bets? Uh, nobody. This? Nobody? You're nobody. Just, what, do you, what, do you, what are you saying? Okay, I just I just here's, look at it and what I feel. How do you decide? Just based on what I feel. You just look at the, the sheet. Something has something do,
0: it has a little bit to do with the odds. It has a little bit to do with the names. Yeah.
2: Um, a little bit to do with their history. That's about it. So that's the three things you look at? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I tend to look at like when they're coming out onto like the field, coming out onto the track. Which, so one, last which one better? Which, yeah, one, yeah, took, I which to... one took a dump. No, no. no. Which one? <laughs> That's horse <which, laughs> racing. Which one seems dog kind of That's like you know super energetic or like out of its mind? That's yeah. the one you're going you for. Know? That's the one yeah. you're going for. Oh, usually okay. I usually I back off of those. You do. Yeah. You go for the calm, collect horse.
2: Well, I mean the one who doesn't want to get in the gate. Oh, That's there's trouble. There's no way they want to run around and get the same oats. So, what do you use for betting? Eddie O. Oh boy, he is dropping names. He's really smart, dude. Yeah, yeah, well, he's, names. yeah
0: he's a professional
2: handicapper. So why wouldn't you listen to all him? Right, so he's, free, just, he's so giving you, free advice all so the time. So you just bet what he bets? No, but I, I, he, I take ideas from him. Okay, and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll either I'll exact or trifecta box it with other horses that I kind of like too.
0: All right, sweet. Well, well, let's get into that in the future. Talking about specific bets and things that we're gonna do, and uh, maybe if we make some money. Uh, you listeners out there will make some money too if you're dumb enough to bet with us. But let's talk about how bourbon and horse racing go hand in hand. A, because it's in Kentucky. B, it's in Louisville, Kentucky, which a ton mm. of huge distilleries are
2: from. Um, it just it just goes hand in hand, hand. And give me a uh, give me a little comment on that. I mean, there's nothing more exciting about uh, Kentucky than horse racing and bourbon. Mint juleps. Mint juleps all day yeah. long. Uh, you ever have like a an absolutely fantastic mint julep on some crushed ice on a hot day. I have a, not but I'd like to. Glass. Oh, it's amazing! Nice, absolutely amazing. Is, um, does the
0: glass matter that much? No. Okay, but it's, it's it's more the actual cocktail. The ice seems like it matters though. That popcorn ice.
2: Yeah, the the, the a little bit, the, right? the little crushed ice. I mean, yeah. I've I've had old fashions and pint glasses and it tasted really good. Sure. So it doesn't really matter. But the the um the right because you don't want it to dilute too much, but you want it to do a little bit. Because I mean. What I mean, a mint julep is mostly booze and sugar, right? Yeah, booze, sugar, it's and some mint. And mint. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you want it to melt a little bit because I have a, kind of a heavy hand when I'm pouring myself a mint julep. We call
0: that a daddy cone. Yeah,
2: we call it home pours. <laughs> pours you can only get at home. Uh, they, uh, so that it's absolutely fantastic, especially because it's, it's, it's usually usually hot out. You're looking for something a little more refreshing. Um, so the mint is really nice for that. The and the combination of uh, people who get excited about horses, which is everybody. Everyone cares about the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Ask anyone who they care about uh, horse it's, racing. It's the best 20 two and, minutes, and a half minutes of May. Yeah, twenty minutes after the race. Totally. Do you care about horse racing? No. What? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. yeah exactly. Take Moving on to life. this big hat off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> um,
0: Woodford Reserve just released their um Derby specialty bottle you see it yet yeah it looks cool
2: you like it i like it do you, you see can get last a, year's
0: i did and i liked last year's better okay okay um but you can get a binnys for 35 bucks or whatever so standard if price. It, if, 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 if it's available if it's not coming on. but it's it's a cool bottle they'll have on your back bar and yeah, they it's don't just get a lot to, yeah they're not gonna get a lot which so, is fine yeah absolutely so you know if you like horse racing you should probably go out and buy one of those bottles i'm not plugging wood for the reserve it's not a bad bourbon no um but the bottle's cool and what other distilleries do that any of you know? No.
2: All right, sweet. So, I mean. Are aren't, are they the They're the main sponsor? The main of that, sponsors. Right? Yeah, so they kind of have to, right? They have to, which is very, very cool. But, uh, Do you think there's any secondary
0: value to? Probably. If you save it for a couple of years, yeah, you're maybe, not talking about. Maybe,
2: like, get a bunch of them and say this is, like, a decade of sure. Woodford bourbon yeah, absolutely. bottles. Absolutely. You
0: get 10 years worth of collected bourbon, select bottles that might not be around anymore. Yeah. You might, you, you're probably not going to get rich off of it, but it's still a cool idea. Yeah, I like it. Definitely pick up a bottle if you can, and we will definitely talk about the Kentucky Derby a lot as we get closer to that.
2: I can promise you that right now.
0: Let's get into a beer review, please. Oh, Thank goodness. I am parched. We've been talking way too much not about beer. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this week's is Hop Hop Butcher. Hop Butcher, unwind your mind. Um, Let's talk about this brewery a little bit. Hop Butcher is out of Darien, Illinois. They have great beer. I really like the artwork on their cans. Uh, if I could ask them one question, um, I would ask them how they get to meet their artists and how they the process that they went through in hiring them. I think that that's very intriguing when it comes to these small breweries. How do they meet these people? Are they buddies of theirs, or are they just they hire them out? You know what I mean? So that would be something that I would ask them. Um, the beer is Unwind Your Mind. It's a double IPA. It's 7.5%. Uh, let's talk about a double IPA real quick. Yeah, what does that mean? So, a double IPA is a style that uses double or more the typical amounts of hops during the brewing process. Uh, most breweries will add more malts as well to balance it out um, so it's not too bitter on the back end. Um, we're going to pour it out. What is the normal amount of hops? Um, well, every recipe is different. Okay. And every, every so it's beer subjective. Is, it's subjective, absolutely. Okay. So, you know, they have their IPA, um, their standard IPA. The double IPA would be standing the amount of
2: hops that they use in the, the regular IPA. So it has to be a minimum of double the standard. No, just just, just more.
0: Well, yeah, just more. Okay, just more. I mean, there's double, there's triple, there's imperial IPAs. Right. So I mean, double would be, I mean, technically double the amount of hops. Okay. Right. You know, the hops that are used in this particular beer are Motueka and El Dorado hops. I don't remember ever smelling. But we definitely didn't. Sm- no, we definitely didn't smell the Motueka. I feel like that's I think a- it's
1: Motueka. 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 Mote- 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 I don't know. Where we got the end. Motueka. Mote- Mote- yeah, but no, there, I think it's that, Mote- that sounds
2: like a um, a brand of like a uh, like a bed frame you get at IKEA. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's not that's not appetizing. <laughs> get the Motueka. <laughs> Mote- so we got our unwind your mind double IPA from Hot Butcher out of Darien. Everybody have a little uh, smell get a nice big smell and then uh taste it and uh, tell me what you guys think
2: oh, you can smell the hops
0: it's definitely got that dank. yeah citrus smell to it
1: we on a citrus one
0: that is so good
1: that, that is, is really good
0: really really tasty all right so on the can that smells a, they, like
2: an empty bag of weed <laughs>
0: It, it, well, they talk about how it's a the tasty notes are a dank tropical <laughs> note, which not is definitely is is of well. So we let's talk about this cannabis and
1: it does have a weird smell. Weird
0: <laughs> smell. Yeah. That's, well, it's yeah, So cannabis and and hops are in the same family. They're, they're cousins. One, they're one chromosome they're, different. They're cousins. Yeah. There's, so it, you're gonna get some dank beers that have a. a Cannabis aroma, which is not uncommon, especially when you're talking about juicy IPAs, which is this is definitely juicy. They're talking about how the tasting notes are bright citrus, dank tropical lychee.
2: Do either of you guys know what lychee is? No, I pronounced it wrong earlier. I thought it was some sort of like, yeah, it's not not lychee, yeah, it's lychee. I thought it was some form
1: of like karate (laughs) lychee. (laughs) That's not racist. No, it's not no, no, no! Just... just need to wear a That's, robe not, that's to know not stereotypical.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, uh, we'll edit that out for sure. Um, so, that <laughs> not, you, <up>. <laughs> not you, me, not you, me. So I had to look it up, and this is intriguing that anybody even know about this. So, lychee is the sole member of the genus lychee soapberry family. There's a tropical tree native to the Guangdong and Fujian provinces of China. Is this an AC not, what, ad right no, now? No, no, it's not. There's, this this is real. This is real life.
2: So what does that even mean? So it's a fruit tree. It's a okay. tropical fruit tree. Tropical So fruit that's what a dank tropical in South, citrus in comes from. China.
1: Yeah. Okay. Is, well, how
2: do you know that that's southwest China? Isn't I mean, I'm assuming Fujian is closer to Fuji. I, I have no idea. You I, mean, I mean
1: Fiji? Yeah,
0: Fiji. I, it, it says Fujian provinces of China based on the... So I'm assuming it's close to Fiji. It, it, I, I have no idea. Maybe we, we should we do don't. <laughs> we
1: should <be laughs> reset this whole thing.
2: No, I want to look up where Fuge, or, uh, Fiji is right now.
1: Tree native with the gangbang Fiji <laughs> province of China. Oh, I don't know why you got to bring in...
0: like Guangdong. <laughs> yeah.
1: The Guiyang. You can't Guang.
0: tell me this beer is that unbelievable, though.
1: I th- honestly like. I agree with you, Garrett. Like, it tastes really good, but the on the nose, it smells really weird. Oh,
2: there's a Fiji China.
1: You say there was like pineapple in it.
2: Oh, it's a restaurant. It's only twelve hours away. but am been my mouth. It kind of has like a. Not. It
1: kind of has like a three-day-old pineapple smell to it. <laughs> that's not good. That's not no. a good endorsement. <laughs> no, but are we endorsing? Or are we? Are we tasting? No, we're being objective. Yeah, we're being objective. So
0: there's definitely that bright citrus, which is the pineapple you're talking about. Yeah. But that's what lychee is. Really lychee is a really tropical fruit tree. And yeah. that's, I, I, it's interesting to me that they even know about it and that they relate their beer to it. it dairy. me about Darien, Illinois, compared to Guangdong, China.
2: Guangdong, China is not Darien, Illinois. It's not. So I've been to that's, Darien. But that's cool. I've been to Yesterday.
0: Darien. Not Guangdong.
1: So they don't have tasting rooms?
0: So... They don't have a tasting room. They use another facility's brewing facilities. They use Miskatonic. I don't know if they're friends with them. They have to be right. Yeah, I don't know how they they got to be where they're at, but they use their brewery to brew their beer. So Miskatonic is not doing
2: enough to keep all their stuff running all the time, so when they're not using it, these guys come in and make their beer.
0: Right, and Miskatonic will have uh, hot butcher beers on draft in their tasting room. But it's not always available. They have to announce it. So that's another thing to talk about is that how popular this beer is when it gets dropped off at Binney's or the local liquor store. It's gone within two or three days. Whatever the allotment is that gets dropped off, the The beer seller in Glen Ellen will usually get it on like a Wednesday or Thursday. It's gone by Sunday. And I'm talking about cases. I'm not talking about two or three cases. I'm talking about seven to 12 cases of each beer just gone, four packs. Are
2: they limiting how much you can buy? Uh, no, the beer salad does not. So that, you can go in there and get as much as you want. So I could buy all twelve cases if you wanted to. No, I, I don't know if it's worth it. Well, no, I'm just saying like that would make sense. They could go really quick. I mean, a lot of times when like Patel like a special bottle, you only only want you one bottle yeah. or two bottles. Yeah. No, they you can buy as many as you want.
1: So you were saying that they share another brewery's facilities. It's like, is that's that, not too uncommon? Is that a common thing? Or yeah, not? Maybe. I would say it's, it's a lot of startups. Well,
0: so, some a lot of breweries don't have the money to have the equipment, yeah. so they'll either rent the space or they'll just use it on off. Times and they'll use their own, but isn't you know, there, grain isn't there like an
1: element of like a sloppy second there?
0: Well, I mean, as long as the equipment's cleaned,
1: yeah, I guess, right? I mean, it's clean every time. You don't time. get like any kind of like residue or like no, any kind no. of like
0: if you're it's getting all, residue that you're in big trouble yeah there's an issue yeah no everything's clean
1: yeah
0: Re, like you hit the reset button every time because every beer is different and unless you have specific tanks and even then when you have specific tanks designated to specific beers you're still cleaning it every time yeah because you have to get all the green even you're out putting and the everything. same thing back in yeah
2: oh, bullet got it started there they made their stuff at four roses hmm. so it's nice to have someone else who can put up the uh the collateral for all the the, uh, equipment and stuff yeah Yeah, absolutely sweet i got one more question about this hot butcher all right so if it's so popular and it's so good i mean obviously i really like this This it's really really good Mm -hmm. uh how much longer do you think they go before they have their own
0: well you don't know if these guys are doing this like full time if this is all they do do they have other jobs um
2: i gotta imagine it let's say they're bartenders and they make you know 70 grand a year like how much longer did this, does this go before, like, all right, we're making a boatload of money on this. When do we start ourselves? When do we have our own room? When would we have our own that, That's brewery? a great
0: question. That's another question that I would love to ask them is uh, what's the plans for having your own tasting room or potentially buying, like, a remote tasting room, uh, like a satellite tasting room where some of the other local breweries have done that
2: would in different
0: towns, which would be awesome. You know, like somewhere around here, pop up, just do a tasting room, good to go. Serve some food. So I that's a that's a that is a fantastic question. And so if some it was, tacos. If it was if it was <laughs> nice, if it was me, it, it would have been yesterday. Yeah. If you serve this good a beer, yeah. All you have to do is just find someone who can run a restaurant and hire a chef, and you're good to go. Now, that, I'm not trying to say that that's easy. You looking for a job? No, absolutely not. I love my job, but I'm not saying that's easy. But that's just something that you know, like if you already have great beer that are going to attract people in a certain crowd, you already you know a step ahead of everybody
2: else. I would think that'd be pretty easy to fill those so. spots. With this kind of with this kind of beer, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Who wants to come work for me? So every week we rate the beer out of ten. Uh, everybody's uh,
0: personal preferences. Uh, Gary, let's start off with you. Out of ten, what do you get?
2: Uh, well, I would say, I mean, I love the smell of an empty weed bag. Uh, <laughs> it's depressing and exciting at the same time. But I really, honestly, I I'm, all jokes aside, this is really, really good. Uh, I really like citrus. We've talked about this before. Uh, if it's not Gruzite, it better have a, a ton of citrus and a little bit of hops, and this this fits the bill. I'm putting this at 8.9.
1: Oh, nice, nice. Johnny, what do you got? 8.9? Yeah, that's a big dog. Well, uh, so I think this is a pretty good beer, too, but it is definitely on the lower end of the citrus side. It doesn't have a lot of sweet to it. It has more of like, like it has a, a dank, tropical sort of taste to it. Right. You have this sort of mild pineapple sort of taste. Mm-hmm. Um, Three-day-old. Three-day-old pineapple taste. Yeah. Uh, but it is, it's very drinkable. It, it it's good on the palate. Um, probably gonna rate this a little bit less than the other citrus ones that we've uh, tasted in the last couple episodes. From more brewing, and then the first one was, uh, forget what the sketchbook. Sketchbook. Yeah. Uh, I would rate this at more like a five and a half to six. All right, that's yeah. cool, dude. That's cool. I uh, I'm gonna Jeez, leave. That is low. <laughs> it is. I mean, for me, I like. Yeah. I like a more bright, brighter citrusy, uh, more sour more uh, sweet uh, citrus beer. And this is definitely more su- uh, subtle uh, All right. citrus All right.
0: All right. to me. Uh, for me, I'm going to lean uh, towards Garrett's 8.9. I'm going to go with a nine banger. Wow. This, the one upper. Oh, yeah, I have to. I have to. I, I love I this beer. I changed mine to a
2: 9.1. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love this beer. The beer that they make is unbelievable. Um, I did a little bit of research. The best way to follow them to see where they're going to drop their beer off is on Twitter. Follow them on Twitter. They announce what routes they're taking and what different suburbs they're dropping their beer in. They do not say specifically what liquor stores, but if you know the liquor stores that they already go to, uh, then you can figure out the routes and then you know what stores they're available to. So definitely check it out. Hop, butcher out of Darien. Beer is delicious. I've probably had four or five of their core beers. Love
1: all of them. This smoke break brought to you by AC's Dingleberries. Fresh picked the day of and ready to go. They are certified non-GMO and grown locally. Sugar-free and lactose-free. For more information on these products, call 1-800-LONG-DAY. Not guaranteed to be gluten-free or vegan-friendly due to the cross-contamination depending on what was slammed the day before. What's on your mind, Mike? Man, this smoke break I
0: was in Mariano's the other day. And this is, I wish I would have recorded this video recorded. This. this is so funny. This lady approaches this employee of Mariano's who, you know, you get the hot bar, you get the cold bar, you get the soup bar, right? This guy's like putting out like egg rolls for whatever specialty they got going on. It's Tuesday. And this woman approaches this guy and he's like, uh, excuse me, sir. What happened to Taco Tuesday. And the guy's like, I, I don't, I don't know, Miss. Um, I'm just, you know, I put out the food, and my boss tells me, I was here this last weekend, and I asked about Taco Tuesday, and they said it was gonna be good to go. And he, this guy's like, I, Miss, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and this lady was so upset that she didn't get Taco Tuesday at Mariano's. And honestly, based on the size of this woman, she could have stood to a – Held from one to ten tacos, whatever the the going rate <laughs> of how many tacos she was gonna have for lunch, but she was so upset that she had to tell this guy that she drove from her work, wherever her work was. I don't know. It
2: doesn't matter. It doesn't
0: matter. I came here from work for Taco Tuesday, ma'am, and it's this, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would have been great, but now This guy was just like, Miss, I got, but I got the uh, the, the 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 general Sao Kung Pao chicken over here. Like, what do you what do you want me to do? Like, I, I didn't choose the the recipes for the day, you know what I mean, uh. But for this lady to be that upset about it, I literally wanted to be like, here's seven dollars. Go to Los B's, get a burrito that's twice the size of your
2: head, and that will fulfill your no. She wants tacos. Needs. She wants three tacos. Three tacos. That's it. I mean, she wants tacos, right? Man, can't she, can't her, she can't, was really you can't be upset. Like, with hey, here's
0: guy. a burrito. And I, I even, like, commented to him after, after she had walked away. I said, man, tough not being able to get those tacos. He's like, yeah, real tough. Then <laughs> <laughs> so he made a derogatory comment, and then I, uh, I walked away.
1: So, oh, he did? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Totally, yeah,
2: yeah. Ooh, so, hope yeah. no one from Mariana is listening. No, uh, nobody. Ex-
1: expectation in the food and restaurant business and bar business can drive you nuts, right? Yeah, absolutely. The expectation. The, this the lady
0: drove all the way from her work for Daco
2: Tuesday. And she didn't get none. I, you know what have been even better if that guy was like, um, that's like a friend's that's that's from Friends, Taco Tuesday. That's not a real thing. That's what everyone just says, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> and that i don't this guy definitely didn't have the, the cojones to say that. Yeah, he was just
0: trying to be professional and nice about I it. I think
2: that's just an Instagram post you read somewhere. <laughs> oh man. The, the the uh the inability for people to let things go when they really, really wanted something. Right. Is an impactful. Well, they just
0: have their heart set on it. No, no, no. They're, they've They're, already, they've no, already their had the taco. Yeah, in Every, their mind, they've already yeah. Yeah. eaten the taco. And they're, they're enjoying their smoke break afterwards. And our smoke break is making fun of them for not getting their
2: tacos. Smoke it up.
0: No doubt. But let's move on to the spirit review. What do you got today, G? All
2: right. So we got uh, from Sazerac Portfolio. Uh, this might sound like that we're doing a lot from them. I know we've done a couple. The uh, the problem with them is that they just make a lot of really good stuff. Really good stuff. Um, and it's not them they're making it. They just own it. Yep. Uh, they just bought a bunch of uh, distilleries that end up making up really good stuff. And
0: we don't need to apologize for them.
2: Uh, I know, but I, f- I don't want to feel like that people think that we're, you know, a Sazerac po- uh, podcast, which we're not, uh, which, but I do enjoy their stuff very, very much. Yeah, All absolutely. right, so we got seventeen We're doing the full proof uh, from Bartstown. This is their uh, single barrel. This is a Binney's single barrel select. So the odds of you having one is pretty low unless you were able to get to Binney's within like a six-day period in the western Chicagoland area. Um, I know that a lot of the binnies in the city um, got just a couple. A lot of them ended up more in the suburbs. Uh, so when Sazerac decided that they wanted to um, get away from distilling because they started in Louisiana, um, they said, "All right, well, we, just, we don't want to actually distill. We just want to own and supervise. So they, they bought these guys in 2009, uh, which they bought, you know, Blanton's, Buffalo Trace, Pappy uh, a couple years before. Actually, they bought Pappy. In 2012, I think, is the right answer. Anyway, uh, it used to be called Ridgewood Reserve. And uh, when Sazerac purchased it, they said uh, they went to court over it. And they said it was too close to the name Woodford Reserve, which is kind of the same. It's similar. Wait, Ridge, it's, R- Ridgewood and compared Woodford. to Woodford? Yeah, yeah, there's wood. There's wood
0: in each name.
1: Yeah, they're not going to win that. Yeah. Well, they, they said it was too close.
0: So they
2: had to change it. That's why it's... Ridgewood oh. and Woodford. We'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's I guess it's close. I don't. It's know. close. That's there's, like, there's
1: wood. Uh, that's, there's wood in both names. Yeah. See, so, so you can't have wood in your name. No one
2: actually really cares what the name was before. Uh, no, Seventeen ninety-two is actually a, a really cool name. I actually like it a lot better than Ridgewood. Uh, Seventeen ninety-two is the year that Kentucky became uh, part of the Union. Ooh, nice. Um, so we are gonna try uh their barrel proof single barrel Binny select this uh is comes in at 125 proof there's a little bit like uh, confusion when you see like when you see anything that says barrel proof full proof uh cast strength that you just assume that the proof of the liquor is what it is when it comes out of the barrel and into the bottle mm-hmm. there's like no there's no filtration anything like that these guys do something a little different they um to be to be bourbon, one of the rules is that it has to go into the barrel at one hundred and twenty five or less proof. What they decide is they they put the bourbon in at one hundred and twenty five percent and then when they take it out, they proof it to one hundred and twenty five percent so there's a couple other bourbons that do that too um so this is not this is technically if we're i mean if we're gonna be real hardos, yeah, this is not technically barrel proof because they proof it back down to one twenty five okay but it's still strong. Okay. I mean, most 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 bourbon is you know 90, 95. Right. So uh, seventeen ninety two, foolproof, Benny Select. Um, let's let's give this a little sip, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit while you uh, digest this. Cheers. This uh this product won two thousand eighteen uh, whiskey of the year from uh, whiskey magazine. They're uh, they're not something that I read every day, but they are a player in. And sh- telling people what they should drink. Sure, I found it interesting. I wouldn't have bring this up because two of my other favorite whiskeys ended up winning whiskey of the year for them the past two years. The uh, 2016 uh, Isaac Bowman and 2017 John J Bowman. Those uh, John J Bowman, I keep on drinking new stuff, and I say that's really, really, really good, and I love it. And John J Bowman ends up being uh, still a top three. Isaac is really, really nice. I call it brother Isaac. <clears throat> is uh, Isaac the small batch? Uh, no, Isaac is the port finish.
0: Okay. And John Jay's the single barrel?
2: And then the, the small batch is the Bowman Brothers. Nice. Give it another sip. It's 125 proof, so I can imagine that it uh, takes a little bit out of you. I also promise not to keep bringing full proof bourbon.
0: It has really good flavor, but, man, it is like a face melter. I don't know if that's a bourbon term, but we're going to start using it from now on. But I just a feel face like melter? It, I like oh, that. Yeah, it's just like I just feel it go from my face to my throat in a very velvety,
2: stiff way. This so, uh, didn't sound erratic at all. <laughs> <laughs> Some other stats about this is 75 corn, 15 rye, 10 barley. It's pretty standard. Uh, pretty standard. Uh, a lot of times uh, bourbon is 5% barley, somewhere between 5 and 8%. So this is a tiny bit higher. Uh, not quite as high as Blanton's and Elmer, but uh, somewhere in the middle. So... Uh, for being this relatively young, I think like six to eight years maybe, um, they don't really talk about it very much. But um, for being re- that relatively young and that 75% corn, I don't really taste the corn very much. I taste the bourbon. Yeah. I taste the wood. I taste the oak. I taste, a lot of oak. I don't get a lot of the corn, which is really nice because there's a lot of distilleries that put out bourbon, that the same percentage corn, and it kind of almost tastes like you're sucking on corn.
0: I gotcha. I, I think the flavor is great. It's It's definitely got some heat. Um, the, absolutely a, a long
2: heat. a long finish to it i
0: i probably would prefer to drink this on the cube yeah or agree with that yeah. Or, or in an old fashioned of some sort but um the flavor is definitely there and i think for the value it's good i'm gonna give it a seven
1: how much does it cost
2: so 55 bucks with an ice cube i think it's tasty yeah it, it, it is definitely to get some heat though flavor is good johnny i'm really curious to see what you got to say i don't want to give my because so i don't want to affect yours
1: all right, to me, it's a little bit on the stronger end. Uh, I don't really like it neat like we're drinking it right now. I definitely agree with you, Mike. On the on the rock, it would probably yeah, be a little bit better, a little bit definitely. more watered down. Sure. I would definitely like to try it in a cocktails. So I would probably give this, uh, because it's a little bit strong for me, I would rate it a little bit lower. Um, I would say maybe like a five.
2: So this is the same rating as that beer?
1: Yeah. Perfect. No, I said five and a half or six. Okay,
2: yeah. yeah All yeah. right. So, yeah, um, I... Love high proof. Uh, I think this is pretty good. I'm not a huge fan. Pretty of se- good, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of 1792. I think there's probably one or two products that I really like out of them, and that's, this is one of them. This one in the sweet wheat. I give this. I would give the sweet wheat. Uh, if there was a high proof sweet wheat, I mean, Wait, you, just, you just can't make shit up. Well, I would like that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this is what I want.
0: We're not rating your
2: your makeup. No, I want to talk about what I want. All right, perfect. Uh, I would like that, <laughs> but it. Uh, this one I would probably give like a probably a six point eight six point nine okay not quite a that's, seven but that's not bad uh no and that's I think not a bad rating I think that this product is so much better um, used other than neat okay I think it carries a lot of weight so we're, we're
0: all in agreement so that it has good flavor but we would prefer it in something different yeah yeah kind on of a rack yeah old fashioned of some sort
2: Alright. not cool. upset that I bought the bottle though no
0: I I think for the value I think it's good and uh, also. Full is not easy to get anyways so if you can if you have the opportunity to grab it you might as well have it on your on your in yeah your, it's like uh, the third or fourth hardest one to get
2: from yeah, see absolutely.
0: there you go uh let's talk about the our customer of the week oh man this is a tough one uh gluten-free keto atkins what are the diets we got
1: you better not say vegan. Oh, I'm allergic. It was on the tip of it my was. tongue. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say it. Um, just, am just allergic cater- to just, onions. Yeah,
0: Just catering to the, everybody that comes in the restaurant has something different. And you have to have a, like a well-balanced menu that you, you have one option where they have to be like, ah, I need these eight things removed. And if you could just um, put the dressing on the side but not have it touching the lettuce, that would be great.
2: There are... I'm all for people wanting to eat better or sure. eat different for that matter. I don't care. I'm not sure any of these things are better. Sure. Uh, I just want people to realize that they're going out to eat and they're not cooking their own food. Right, right. So because that there is a menu that says this is what's in it, mm-hmm. this is how we decide this tastes the best. Right maybe work with that instead that's, of us that, working for I, you
1: honestly I have never thought of that point before that's a really good point yeah. is that people are going to your establishment because they're going out to eat it's not like you have to cater to people you know you, you, you want to run your restaurant the way you want to run it right? you want the food items and you want the things that you want on your menu right? what makes you think that, that your restaurant has to cater to everybody's personal needs because they want to go out to eat stay home Make your own food or choose a place that has stuff for you. There's seven other places in the same street.
0: Exactly. There's thousands of restaurants around here. Anywhere. You have your your pick of the litter. You know what I mean? And And the best part about being a consumer is if you don't like what somebody has, whatever it is, you
2: don't go back. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you could leave and go somewhere else. You absolutely. don't need to even eat there. Absolutely. So,
1: what is a keto diet? I don't even know what that is. Uh,
2: keto, keto is low keto. carbs. Keto?
1: Keto, keto
2: okay. diet low carbs. is low carbs. No sugar. Yeah, no sugar. No oil. Uh, I don't know that. Or, no, not low oil. Uh,
0: I do something know that, that there's like things that come from eating, having a keto diet. Like and, like, sugar meaning keto like fruit. breath. <laughs> keto breath this,
1: this is a real thing <laughs> keto crotch mm. there's mm. like certain like aromas and is that like when like, like like when you take garlic pills,
0: you just smell like shit exactly exactly <laughs> yeah, so there's there's keto breath and keto crotch, I don't know what they are, but they're they're a certain byproduct of you being on the keto diet, so the breath thing I know is kind of like a fruity side. I, my dad was telling me about this on the crotch side, which is weird to think about, but he has the info on it. And sometime we'll have John Carl on here and uh, he can talk about uh
2: keto crotch. He said he's busy. He's got a bunch of mics to run. <laughs> he's, he's He's got a bunch of mics to run. <laughs> he's always running mics. <laughs>
0: um, but, uh, so just if you're going out to a restaurant, you know, and, and you're on a diet, don't be overbearing. That's my point. All right. If, if, yeah, if I mean, if you tell me, da- if you if you run through the menu and you're ordering all this stuff and you say you're gluten free and I say and then you order fries and I say just so you know the, the fries aren't gluten free this cross cross-contam- cross contamination you say oh it's just a lifestyle thing.
1: Well, I I think you're complaining. Oh. I think I don't know if we're complaining here, but like little we're bit. complaining about a little bit. Again, an expect- a lot of bit an expectation of you have to do this for me, right? Because this is the life that I chose, right? Because this, this, but you're this, out eating, right? I mean there's exceptions that can be made. Like when you're you know I'm happy to make this you know I'm saying exceptions. there's exceptions that can be yeah. made, but don't sure. be don't be and don't be a, uh mean about it or an ass about it or a bitch about it. Exactly. Um, people will I mean restaurants will accommodate yeah, that's, you that's but don't expect
2: one. Yeah, that's that's a very nice you know, PC thing you just said there. But Mike, coming back to what you just said, that is absolutely correct. Uh, yeah, you know what? Um, I'd also want to finish with a piece of pie. Oh the crust is got gluten in it. Yeah, that's fine. I can make some exceptions. Right. So you're not... So this is not a... Because there's a difference between allergy and... Right. Being sick. Yeah. Allergy and... Uh, what's the other word? The... The lifestyle choice. Yeah, the lifestyle <laughs> choice. That's right. Uh, so there's there's so many times where you see people like, I can't have sugar. But yeah, I'll have muddled, I'll have muddled fruit in my Tito's and soda. Right. Easy, simple, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but give me those natural sugars. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I think John, you're right. The the key is here. has got be a, everything's in moderation, right? Re-
0: remember where you're at. If you're going you're out going to, out eat, to eat, you do don't it get, in
2: moderation, exactly. You don't get to make all the rules. You can you can be
1: kind of treat it like a relationship. There's got to be a give and take on both sides. You can't I just it. expect. That's a great way to put it.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah,
1: be the be the mm. small be the small spoon every Preeds. now and then. <laughs>
0: All right, sweet uh, let, let's wrap this podcast up yeah, this is podcast number three I'm having I'm having way too much fun I feel like we'll be talking to the, the wee uh, we we hours of the night but um uh, so hot butcher out of Darien unwind your mind great delicious double IPA uh, check out the beer cellar in Glen Island if you ever want to pick it up that's the only place that I know that you can get it besides at the Miskatonic tap room uh, we get the seventeen ninety two foolproof Binnie Select, not readily available. But if you come across it, you should definitely uh, in our opinion uh, you know, pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up, or try it. If you, don't, want, you, know if you don't like it, I'll buy it off you. Awesome, awesome. All right, uh, join us next time on the the Sipping Social Podcast. Um, we have another fantastic brewery that is killing it in the IPA game right now. I promise we don't only drink IPAs here, but um, there's too many good ones right now to pass up on, and they're around. So we're going to drink them, and you're going to hear about them. Uh, You'll definitely appreciate it if you get the opportunity to drink this
2: dank beer that we're going to bring out next time. Gee, what do you got for the uh, number two over here? Yeah, We're going to move away from the Sazerac portfolio. We're going to dive into America's largest distillery and showcase some of their new private labels.
0: Awesome. I like the sound of that. That sounds enticing. Um, uh, I want to give a shout-out to our buddy Joe. Uh, he encouraged us a lot to get into this. Uh, I met with him a couple of times when deciding that we were going to do this. Uh, check out his sports podcast. It's called It's That Podcast, which is available on iTunes. He and his buddy Jason know what's up when it comes to sports. Thanks for the encouragement to do this, Joe. I uh, hope to... Uh, have you on sometime so we can share podcasts, revelry, and uh, good times. So, thanks a lot, guys. I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Peace. Peace. First of all, we'd like to thank all of our listeners, families, and friends that support us throughout this. We couldn't do this without you. Subscribe to us on iTunes and check out exclusive content at our website, SippingSocialPodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook. If you like this podcast, tell your friends about us. A huge thank you to our producer, John, in the underground studio. A shout-out to our boy, Johnny Perona in Davenport Ed. That's the rockin' music you're hearing in the background. Thanks again, and we look forward to the next cocktail with you.